Welcome to Horror Makes Us Happy, the podcast where we ask the question, what is it about horror that makes us happy? Your hosts are Steve Becker and myself, Chris Whitman, and you can find out more about us at our website, horrormakesushappy.com. Before we get started, a little warning for uh, yourself and the listeners. Uh, These are the trigger warnings. We're going to be talking about things involving horror movies, horror culture, dark and macabre stuff, which could involve anything from murder, rape, suicide, child abuse, all kinds of curse words, and just just bad things. So if that's your kind of thing, stay tuned. If not, here's your chance to cut out now, or, or maybe, you know, give it a second thought, and then come back and listen to us talk about murder, rape, and all kinds of fucked up shit. Forever hold your peace. Yes, that, that thing. <laughs> Today's guest is David Howard Thornton. He's an actor best known as his role of Art the Clown in Terrifier, uh, he's also on a YouTube series, Nightwing Escalations, and I uh, believe currently finishing Terrifier 2, which I am definitely looking forward to. Welcome, David. How are hey, you doing, thank you. Glad to be here, guys. Yeah. Glad you're here. <laughs> Anthony, you want to plug before we get into the uh, meat of the interview? Yeah, as you said, uh, basically we're almost done with Terrifier 2 now. I think we're basically in post-production. Uh, I filmed my last big kill scene recently, right before Christmas, so it's exciting. And I think all we have left to do a few pickups here or there, and got to get it edited, and then find distribution for it, and then hopefully it'll be released to the masses sometime this year. Awesome. Yeah. So I got. Team, does it top the uh, sawing in half of the previous one? Because I, I don't know how you can top that, man. <laughs> oh, we try. <laughs> oh, I, I think that that scene is going to get some people pissed off. <laughs> Excellent. It's it, Damien was editing it uh, about a week or so ago, and he texts me in mid edit. He's like, "Dude, I'm getting lightheaded editing this." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Wow, <laughs> that's a very, good sign." It's very <laughs> the guy that created it and all that is getting lightheaded. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I got that, and then I start filming this other horror film called Stream. Uh, I start filming that, I think, next week I will, while I'm recording it next week. So uh, it's uh, a lot of big horror names are going to be in that. I know I can reveal a few of them, like Jeffrey Combs is playing one of the main bad guys in it. So that's pretty Great. cool. So, yeah, we got a lot of other little cameos from the horror world uh, as well. So I'm, I'm very excited about working on this. I, I get to play one of the bad guys as well, in it, but I, I don't want to reveal too much. Mm. All right. Yeah, that's what I got going on. <laughs> Yeah, the fact that Not you and uh, Jeffrey Combs are in that enough is, is enough for me. That's oh yeah, that's a great cast so far. Oh my god, I, I can't, I, I I can't wait to be on set just to watch him work. Like, <laughs> you, you, that's how I learn. I learn from people that are better than I am, so I you know I can just you know just absorb everything they do. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, learn from the best. I always say. Hmm. I learned from YouTube. I have nine fingers left. <laughs> what did you do it's, it's something involving a table saw and flamethrowers don't, don't, don't worry about it oh okay okay I, I thought you were doing like the thing they did in one episode of Alfred Hitchcock Presents where it's a thing with a lighter where they uh, let's see who, oh yeah they like, did that also in the movie Four Rooms Four Rooms yeah, yeah. okay yeah no no uh, no uh, no penthouse uh, finger chopping action yeah <laughs> <laughs> I I had completely forgot about that until you said that. And then once you said that, I, I realized, cause not knowing, you know, that they did it in this other movie, yeah. I didn't know if 
Chris would remember that because I know he's had spotty memory for some of the the older stuff. But yeah, I'm glad that you knew about that, Chris, because that was I remember that. I, yeah. I knew about it from Four Rooms, not the Hitchcock. Okay. But, um, yeah, yeah. That, that's where I knew it from. So when I saw Four Rooms, I was like, that, wait, that's the Alfred Hitchcock episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Tarantino and his references. Oh yeah, it was great. Because I, 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 I saw that one maybe when I was like eight or nine years old with the, the Alfred Hitchcock present on like Nick at Night, and I, I just remember that episode. That's the one episode I remember because that just really resonated with me. Like, In the original one, stuff. did they make it further than one flick? Ah, God, it's been so long. But I, I just I think it was like one flick and this sl- slice. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, the first time I saw it, I did not see that coming. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, we uh, we can come back to that here in a minute. Um, briefly to to give a, an overview of what we're going to talk about here, because I don't know what I told you uh, on Facebook. Um, so we're, we're going to break. ask. Hmm? Nothing. Ignore me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll be asking three sets of questions. Um, basically, the same same questions coming at it from three different angles, talking about uh, your childhood, then a. Uh, adolescence and then adulthood. Um, the idea behind that is sometimes it triggers memories that you've forgotten about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not meant to be a therapy session though. So if there's anything that you don't want to answer, just say pass and we'll pass on that. Okay. Um, but starting with childhood, then you mentioned this, uh, what else, what were some of your earliest memories of scary things? Oh gosh. I, I think one of my earliest was uh poltergeist when that yep. came out. Cause my parents had like a, a viewing party at our house when it came out on VHS. Oh, nice. And I, I was put to bed because you know, I was too <laughs> young to see something like that at the yeah. time. And okay. I, I snuck out of my room I was just say, I, watching for the banister. Oh yeah. 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 I was like, there was Classic. like this, we had like this divider between our kitchen and our den where they all were. And it was like this little nook that was up there, like a bookcase type weird thing. And I, I had pulled up a chair and I was standing on it watching the movie and it got to the whole, you know, the, the whole uh, clown scene and that freaked mm-hmm. me out. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's when they discovered me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh no. Oh gosh. So it was, but that, that same movie, my mom used to scare me as a kid because I used to sit right in front of the TV and block her view and so she told me, you know, if you sit that close to the TV, you'll be sucked in sucked the movie in. like the little girl in the movie. And I'm, oh, no. <laughs> and so I used to keep a wide berth of the TV. I was going to say, that is years. so much better than telling you that your eyesight is going to be ruined. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my mom was a, a master of that psychological stuff. She, like, I remember she, like, told me, like, my boogers were not uh, snot, but it was worm eggs. <laughs> and she's like, if you eat those, you will have worm eggs in your stomach and they will hatch. And you'll have worms in your stomach and you'll have to get your stomach pumped. Oh, my see, God. I can your see mom that backfiring depending on the kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I believed it. I believed it for the longest time. I was so worried about, you know, getting my stomach pumped one day or something like that. I was like, oh, okay, sorry. Mom comes in and finds you feeding your boogers to the family dog or cat. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Giving it worms. <laughs> His science experiment. <laughs> science it's an experiment. Science. Yeah. Dogs get worms, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Look, someone has to or eat the dog boogers. ends up with worms, and you're like, but I didn't feed it my boogers. Yeah, I, was like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> Wasn't I didn't me. Do it. 
<laughs> actually, actually, that'd be even better without mentioning the, the whole thing about the feeding of the boogers. If yeah. they just said that the dog had worms and you just said it wasn't me. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay, so uh, Poltergeist, what else? Oh, gosh. I mean, I think there was, oh, what was it? Uh, ah, it's it's actually a, a comedy. It's a, a house, of, the house of Long Shadows, I think it's called. Hmm. It's uh, with Vincent Price and all these great horror legends, I think. Uh, like, um, God, uh, uh, what's his name from Star Wars who was... Uh, 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 Christopher died. Lee. No, 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 from the original Star Wars who was... Uh, the, uh, no, no, he was no, no, the old guy. That not, not that that was not the the Peter center, Cushing. The, there we go, Peter Cushing. There we go. Yeah, Peter Cushing was in it as well. And I just mm. remember this. It was because my dad was watching on TV one day, and there's a scene in there where this woman goes to wash her face in water, and it turns out to be acid. Oh no! It's uh, just like melts off her face. But yeah, I, I don't want to ruin the movie because it's a great movie. It's got a great twist in it, so watch this movie. I think it's called The House of the Long Shadows. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. yeah, it's it's good. Uh, I remember that. But we didn't really watch a lot of horror in my family because my mom was a, a coward when it came to horror movies. <laughs> so she thought like the, the movie um, Fall of the House of Usher was the scariest movie she had ever seen. So that's... I remember. It's been a long time since. <laughs> I've seen that one. It's not a scary movie, really. <laughs> that, that was scary maybe, to my mom. Maybe more suspense or something. Yeah, yeah. But she, she was, she was, she was a big chicken when it came to that stuff. So we didn't really watch horror. So I, I didn't watch it until I didn't really start watching until I was a senior in high school. Mm. Yeah, with the when exception I, of the uh, viewing party of Poltergeist. I mean, yeah, exactly. I, I think that was like a, you know they're like, oh, this is Spielberg. This yeah, is yeah. It's, it's a <laughs> sci-fi family <laughs> adventure rom. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> so the uh, Alfred Hitchcock lighter scene was that then child, actual childhood, or did that come later in the teen years? Yeah, that that was childhood. It was on Nick at Night. I used to watch a lot of Nick at Night as a kid. Hmm. Yeah, and, I used to watch all those shows. As for Hitch, as Hitchcock or the uh, the remake? Uh the uh, Hitchcock. Yeah, I don't remember Hitchcock being on Nick at Night. Yeah, it was like the late 80s, early 90s that they had Alfred Hitchcock present on Nick at Night. Hmm. About the same time they had Get Smart and all that on there. Actually, I guess that was right about the time I moved from Florida to Jersey and I no longer had access to cable TV, so that might have had something to do with it. Yeah. I used to love that. That's how I watched all those great shows. It's a lot of good shows back then. Mm. You know, for some kids it makes sense to ask this some, some not, but you know, sometimes we ask whether or not you were actually afraid of the horror stuff or that, were you excited by it? Um, at least with poltergeist, I'm guessing you were afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the others? Um, I was afraid of watching horror movies because of my mom, mm. but I had not watched them. And so I was afraid of actually watching them. And yeah. then when it was, when scream two came out and I was a senior in high school and I was doing a production of a Christmas Carol and our cast wanted to go see scream too. And they're all inviting me to out to go see it. And there was this girl in the cast I had a crush on. So I was like, okay, I gotta go. I can't just chicken out in front of this girl. 
And right. so I was like, okay, I just swallowed my pride. I'm like, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm just like, God, just don't freak out, David. <laughs> and I'm watching it and, you know, I was loving it. I was like, this is so much fun. What's my mom's problem? These movies are fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm well, surprised. Going with someone you have a crush on helps. Oh, yeah. yeah. That helps too. Yeah. But it's like, I, I, I've, you know, growing up, I always loved to scare people anyway. So I think that's why I liked them so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. This Particularly is that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I, I think Scream is a really good way to introduce people, especially slashers. Hmm. But yeah. it's funny. I didn't see Scream 1 first. I saw Scream 2, and then I went back and watched Scream 1. I'm like, oh, that's good. Right. That's a good way to view movies. You watch the sequel and then the first one first, as long as there's no spoilers, because generally right. the first one is better than the sequel. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it was, it was good. I was like, that. that's when I got hooked on it. So when I went to college the next year, like my roommate who, uh, he came from a very um, Southern Baptist Christian, golly gosh, Gene Willikers type family. So they never oh boy. So you were basically rooming with Todd Flanders. Oh, I was just gonna say, one really, of in a lot of ways, yeah. like his family is like, they're not like, you know, those those judgmental type Christians, but they're just, they're just like the Flanders. Just so nice. It's yeah. like, like leave it to beaver type family. It's just, they're it's like, what? This is like out of like some kind of weird place in time that these, this family lives in. <laughs> he had never seen a boob. Even he did not know what a boob looked like. Where is, um, is it on the oh. side? Is it on the <laughs> bottom? I, I don't know. that's like one of those things like my parents with me is like they gave me a subscription to playboy magazine when i was eight what yeah yeah oh well when you're 18 that's an acceptable present for an 18 year old even before that like they would like if a certain issue came out when i was like 16 when i hit 16 the other were like okay this is a special issue with Pamela Anderson. So we'll like knew it was going to be the Pamela Anderson episode. <laughs> yeah. They're like, okay, you can have this issue. And it's like, it was my mom doing that too. So I was like, what? It's crazy. It's, it's like, not awkward. Not awkward at all. That's- no. Oh, no, no, no. It's, so it's just like, yeah. So it was like my, my roommate like discovered one of my Playboy issues in college. And he's like, this is what they look like. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because this is before, like, you know, we had, like, powerful internet and stuff like yeah. that. So it was just like, it's like right. when, if you want to look at porn back in the day and are like, you know, the, <laughs> you would have to sit there and wait for, like, five minutes for the image to load on the screen. You're like, ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I think I see something coming in. Yeah. I guess she was protecting you from having to go, like, look in the woods for the shit. Oh, no. Yeah. But that, that, still, was, <laughs> that was still a thing, too, though. That was, I'm like, sure I grew up in Alabama, so. So of course you, know, you found your know, wood porn. That is that like, is that a thing? Because I was gonna say, you know, like you I had know? that too. Like I, there was oh, this spot in the woods where there was like an old dilapidated fort. Some kids gave up, yes. and, and just Literally. next to it, there's like a porn sitting in the leaves, all rotted. Yes. Was, oh my god, there's porn in the woods. So that's, oh, it was wonderful. It was like that. That was like finding until like the last generation. Like that was a thing for ev- everybody up until about the last generation. Yeah. It was, I, I remember like in my neighborhood. Now that the like kids this, have, now that the kids have smartphones. Yeah. No need. Oh, it's, it's sad. It is. It kind of makes me sad for kids now because it's, it's, it's just instant <laughs> access. I don't know. Like, it's okay. It's just, we can, we can fix this. The, the specialness of it away, I guess, you know, it's just like that. Cause it's like that, that forbidden fruit type thing where it's like, Oh wow. We found something we shouldn't find. Oh, wait, wait, oh. I, I have a fix for this. We'll just, 
go around hiding porn in geocaches. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. Brilliant. Oh my God. Because that was, I I, I remember because like, like we were playing hide and seek in my house one day with my, my neighbors and, and like, my neighbor's little brother. We just hear this. Hey guys, look at this! <laughs> and he's like, "We find him hiding in my parents' closet." Right. Found my dad's stashed like seventies uh, Playboy magazines, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it's like that's like my mom discovered us in there. You know, <laughs> she hears it. Just, it gets dead silent in the house, and then she just starts hearing all these Playboy <laughs> giggles. Like, uh oh, what did they find? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, especially it's, being it's in like their my, room. <laughs> oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah. And it's like, and she, like, my mom thought my dad had thrown them all out and everything like that. And of course, of course. So, yeah. like, At least my, that's what she told you. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, no. I heard him like the you know, like my mom yelling at him later on. That's <laughs> <laughs> even better. Must have missed one. Because years later, I, I found him again in like my dad's closet. I was like, Ha-ha! Ha-ha! that was like it was, it, that was still like finding treasure. I was like, oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> Actually, some of Another those are worth money scenario. now. Yeah, probably, like family probably. probably. Some of them are definitely worth money now. Oh, oh my that's God. right, because the site's down, and they don't do uh, pornography anymore, do they? Didn't they decide to be like a culture and, and literature-only magazine? I don't know about that, but I, mean, oh, yeah. I worked in a comic book store for a little while in the 90s, and they had a whole section that was just adult magazines. Because I mean, they had mm-hmm. comics, and then they had like Fangoria and Eerie, and uh, I can't yeah. think of what the other one was. Um the horror comics that were the other size. And then they had a section for magazines. Hmm. Creepy. Wow. Uh, well, creepy. That's what it was. Creepy. And also Vampirella. Not that I think about it. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um, so jumping back to childhood for a bit. Um, mm-hmm. I'm guessing you participated in Halloween. Oh yeah. Any Jeff, oh, favorite costume or least favorite costume? Oh God, I had some interesting ones. Uh, There's like this one year where I couldn't decide if I wanted to be a werewolf or a ghost. So you were both. And so I, I was both. <laughs> I had the body of a ghost and the head of a werewolf. I was a werewolf ghost, and it, it was like one of those like, and it wasn't like one of those cheap masks. It was like something my mom actually had to apply to my face, which is really cool. It was like this makeup kit we found. So I, I thought I was just, I was going around running around and scaring kids in the neighborhood. Like, ah! I thought I was like, so nice. scary. I love that costume. I had that one. Had uh, my, I think my fifth grade year, I dressed up like uh, Michelangelo from Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. and I had this like um, paper mache turtle shell that my parents had made for a church sketch, <laughs> and it was way too big for me. So it was like you, you, <laughs> you just saw my my head and my hands and my feet sticking out of this thing, but I insisted on wearing the same because it completed the costume. Yeah. Yeah, so I. Oh my god! It was it was a pain for me to walk around in, and then I, I remember I would just sometimes just fall over <laughs> on my back. Oh no! So <laughs> I looked like a real turtle on his back, and I'm like, yeah, my dad would have to come pick me up. <laughs> Candy yeah. spills out everywhere. Of course. Ah. Any least favorite costumes? 
Oh yeah, least favorite costumes. God, I I think, man. Let me think here. Least favorite. Least favorite. I think one year I dressed up like a red Crayola crayon. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I, red Crayola crayon. I'm tempted to ask you to explain that, but that sounds like one of those things that it's just like you can't explain it. That's just a kid. Yeah. It was it was a costume that they had out there. And, and I was like, oh, because my favorite color was red. I'm going to be a red crayon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like okay yeah that i think my scrappy do when i was like four years old God. or something i went mm-hmm. so it was one of those like crappy scrappy do math you know, the ones where it was like the they the ones that you bought was like that like the the plastic sheet you wore for the costume yep. and like yeah. the, crappy and the, the shirt had a picture of the mask that was already on your face yeah yeah yeah, yeah. in case you lost the name of those, steve one of our last guests actually uh knew the, the name yeah, of those it's been uh, something masks. yeah oh god yeah, so those masks were like cut in your face too. It was just like, yeah. Um, so you mentioned that you didn't watch a lot of horror as a kid. I'm guessing you didn't have any friends who were particularly horror fans at that time. Uh, my, my best friend Steve was, yeah, because I remember uh, he, he used to get like uh, sometimes get Fangoria magazine and stuff like that. So we, I, I remember looking through an, issue of that when we went on choir tour one year it was the year alien 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 so was that actually was like childhood it was though, or was that when you were a teen would have been yeah. aliens i'm trying to remember because I, I i i know it had something to do it had something with aliens in it and there's some other stuff it was, it was like yeah yeah it was summer of 92 that that it was june of 92 because it was when we we came to new york city my first time yeah all right and I was just oh, like, this is crazy. In Alien three, apparently alien three. Okay. That makes sense. And yeah. Um, so just, but just the one friend, uh, that was a fan of horror, not like a group. Or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in the Bible belt. So yeah. <laughs> what part? Uh, Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. dead center. <laughs> oh yep. yeah. Oh yeah. But Huntsville's like its own little Island of intellect in a sea of like, uh, oh, like Austin. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, Huntsville, it, it's gotten a lot more conservative recently, though. But it was, it was because Huntsville's where uh, NASA first started. Ah, so it's a town of engineers and okay. scientists. Okay. So it's a very intellectual city. Okay. So what happened to the rest of Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. That's the right. point. <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay. They're, yeah. they're still living in the, in the Confederacy. Mm. So. <laughs> Did you have uh, any recurring dreams or any recurring nightmares when you were a kid? I wouldn't say recurring nightmares, but I had a lot of dreams where I would, I would fly. Mm. I was always obsessed with flying, so I had a lot of flight dreams. That's uh, not uncommon for kids. Um, yeah. That and playgrounds. I always liked really cool playgrounds. So I had I would have dreams about really kick-ass playgrounds. Okay. Where they had like, like you know, bars that go on forever. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Or like slides that turned out to be like roller coasters and stuff like that. Was, yeah. That sounds cool. Oh yeah. Did you ever have a I love time when you were actually terrified of something as a child, like in real life? I, I was, I was scared of the dark. Okay. I was, I did not like the dark and I would, I would sleep with like an army of stuffed animals surrounding me in my bed. Mm. Cause I, I thought they would do that. They would protect me. Then I would sleep fully under the covers and I'm still like that now. And it's not because of fear. It's just comfort to me. So I mm-hmm. sleep with the covers over my head, but I have my mouth sticking out so I can breathe. I'm the same <laughs> way. Actually. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same here. But for me, I, I, don't, I don't know that I was ever so much afraid of the dark as I think I, my, I have always assumed that for me, I think it was started when I was a baby that my parents must have covered my head, um, pull the covers mm-hmm. up all the way. Cause I, as far yeah. as my, as far as my memory goes, I, I think I've slept like that my entire life. I can't sleep like yeah. that now, uh, or can't sleep without it being like that now. Nah, it's just like a cocoon. Yeah. It's just like, this is so comfy. <laughs> I started doing it only because I have less hair on the back of my head. Ah, what does it have to do with sleeping? <laughs> it's Warmth. cold. Yeah. yeah. You live there in Florida. In just my head exposed. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like 65 here tonight, man. I might die. <laughs> <laughs> you won't want to come up north then. Mm. My, my first winter here in New York was an eye-opening experience. I tell you that I was like, okay. "Oh, this is what cold is!" Oh my god! Yeah. Are you in upstate? Oh, I am New York City. Okay, okay. It's not yeah, not uh, as bad. We did film. We filmed upstate though for Terrifier Two in in a barn basically <laughs> that we turned into a studio. So it was cold. We had to have those like jet engine like uh, heaters mm-hmm. keep us warm. Was it anywhere near Rochester? Um, I, I don't, it wasn't, is yeah, it's in Kanajahari, wherever that is. It's in the middle, like Amish country, middle of nowhere. I think it's closer to Albany. Okay. But middle of nowhere. I was like, I was lucky to get a bar on my phone. Okay. Yeah. I was like, literally I would, we'd be leaving from set and we'll just pass like the Amish. So that was always fun driving by while I'm covered in blood and full costume and <laughs> <laughs> pass on those buggies on the road or like, I would just like wave. <laughs> would you get the slow magnet stare where their eyes just and face just follow you as you drive oh, by? Yeah. Just, it's more like, oh. like, Oh my God. Well, oh, geez. <laughs> Did you see that? Hey, you could do their, uh, their, their children right a favor if they have any kids with them and, and yell, this is what technology does to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god! It's fun. I love doing that. Okay, so let's uh, go into um, teenage years then. So, Scream Two. What else was big in your teenage years? Oh God, I, I was a big Jim Carrey fan, so hmm. I would watch all those movies: like Ace Ventura, and Mask, and Cable Guy, and Living Color. You know, what about horror related? Mm-hmm. That's when he was just known as the white guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did watch Are You Afraid of the Dark a lot, though. Hmm. Okay. That was that was my I love that was my jam. Snick every Saturday night. I was like, um, that was my favorite thing. That and like Secret World, Alex Mack, because I had a crush on Larissa Olenek. Like, <laughs> Who didn't? I know. I know. Uh, anything else horror related that really jumped out at jumped out at you? Um, <laughs> yeah, jump scares. <laughs> Jump scares. Yeah, walking in on my sister in the bathroom. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Frightening experience, especially if she had one of those face masks on. Yeah, <laughs> and curlers and everything. I mean, oh god, you've had the Playboys. It was nothing new. No, <laughs> it's your sister. You don't want to see your sister. No, but I, mean- I am from Alabama. But come on. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant you weren't scared about that part of it. Yeah. <laughs> but still, she's like, oh, God, <laughs> metal eyewash. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Scream, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, 
turn any of the typical like late eighties, early nineties slashers. Too, yeah. What's that? Uh, no, I, yeah, I was like I said, I was late to all that. So you know, all the slashers back in that time. So yeah, I was like, I didn't watch them. But, you know, later on, I watched them in college. So that's you know, I really caught up on all that. It's like, um, yeah. Other than Steve, did you? Well, had you moved or were you still in the same area at this point? I, I was still in the same area. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I met my friend Steve when uh, we were in sixth grade because he had just moved into town. Okay. Did you pick yeah. up any other friends in the horror community uh, around that time, or was it still just the two of you? It was just the two of us. Okay. Yeah. He he was a big Alien fan. That was his thing. He loved Alien. He had like you know the, the action figures, all that kind of stuff too. Okay. So, what scared you about? Uh, you know, you mentioned Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps and stuff like that. Do you remember anything that particularly scared you? Oh, I remember there was this episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark where a mummy came alive in like a museum or something like that and started going after the kids. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a freaky one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And of course, uh, Zebo the clown on there, too. That, that was that was just like oh. but he he didn't scare me. I just thought that was amusing. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, I was, I was gonna ask. Like you know, I'm seeing a recurring theme here with clowns. Did you star yeah. as Art the Clown to overcome your fears? But no, it sounds <laughs> yeah. like you. Uh, oh, that's funny that too. Clown. Because um, back when I was a little kid too, uh, I had the old Batman Mego figures. I don't know if you remember those things. They were like real, like foot tall figures that had like the cloth costumes and everything mm-hmm. like that. Yep. We had the Joker figure, and he used to scare me. My mom would have to hide him from me. Mm-hmm. What uh, What about him scared you? I don't know. It's just he just looks scary to me. Yeah, he just looked creepy. It's like when you're like two or three years old. That's like Aah. oh, like really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, something about the the size and design of his clothing too is just kind of off putting. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah, like Michael Myers jumpsuit or something. Yeah. And again, irony, you're now playing the Joker. Oh, I know. It's just like, I, I love how all that comes like full circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so that mummy episode, was there, was it just the chase or was there something about the mummy, like the concept? What? Yeah. It was just like the, the look at the mummy was just really creepy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like more realistic, rotten face. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the way it was just like going around the museums, like the sounds he was making and stuff like that. It's just, Oh God, this is creepy. <laughs> Did you have any uh, recurring nightmares or uh, or just recurring dreams in your teens? Not really. No, that I can really think of. No. It's more about girls. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities, about you know? girls I liked, and I was like, oh, it's like one of those like, like, oh, we're together. And I wake up, I'm like, damn it, <laughs> <laughs> don't. Damn it, that was a good dream. I want to go back to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Did you participate in Halloween in your teenage years? I did, but really, I I did it like maybe a year or so of trick-or-treating, but then I I ended up doing a lot of scaring. What do you mean? I I would sit on my porch and scare people. Ah, okay. Okay. One one year, I I dressed up like a scarecrow, and we had, for a a few weeks before Halloween, we put a a fake scarecrow out on our porch to, like, get Uh people used to Uh it. Yep. So they would just say, oh, okay. And so that night, I dressed up in the scarecrow costume, and I put newspapers inside of my costume. So if they came up to touch me to see if I was real, they would get the crinkle of the newspaper. (laughs) Nice touch. Yeah. So (laughs) it really put them at ease. They're like, okay. 
And then, you know, I'll just go, ah, when they, after they got the candy. But the best part of it was, like, two of my uh, friends from high school were going around. And we had just, right before they got there, they, they, these two girls had come up, and they're drenched. And they're like, and my mom's like, what happened to you girls? They're like, oh, these boys, they threw these water balloons at us. Mm-hmm. You know, they thought it would be funny to pull a prank on us. She's like, oh, don't worry. David will get them. <laughs> my friends from high school. And so they, they come, hey, Miss Thorne, how are you doing? Is David around? I was like, oh, no, he's out trick-or-treating, too. You'll probably see him out there somewhere. It's like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Tell him we said hi. And I just got up, hi, guys. <laughs> and, and they ended up falling down the, the, the stairs of our front porch. And those water balloons. All over them? Like, all over them, all of them just like pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Even better. Yeah, and they're like, and it's like, that got you, I got you. <laughs> Teaches you a lesson there, guys. Don't throw water balloons at girls. Come on. Right. And, and so, like, the next year, they're like, they're <laughs> at school, they're like, so, uh, Dave, are you going to be like <laughs> scaring people this year? I'm like, ah, no, guys, no, I'm not. That was just a one year thing because everybody's going to expect it this year. Right. So, you did it. Like, again. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> So, oh yeah, and that year I had I had played a wolf in a production of Beauty and the Beast. So I, I borrowed the wolf costume. Mm, it was like this full body like fur costume. It was an awesome costume. And I just hit in the bushes, and people come out, and I just jump out and scare them. And I I got them again. They're like, okay, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool man. <laughs> I've got you. <laughs> And then another year, I switched up, went over to my friend Steve's house, and I Good sat on his porch and scared people. Yeah, <laughs> nice. So it's oh yeah, it's you got to do it. It's like I that's that's what I was. I think I found my calling in scaring people. <laughs> this, is, this is so much fun. I mean, I, I still like you know on YouTube. I like to sometimes do deep dives and videos of people scaring people. Mm. It's like, I just think it's hysterical. What do you mean by deep dives? Oh, well, I'll just sit there for like, you know, an hour or so just going video after video after video of oh. you know, people just jumping out and scaring people. I think they're hysterical. I thought you meant like yeah. uh, dissecting the videos and trying to figure out how to do it better. Oh, no. And, uh, nah. okay. no, I'm, I'm pretty good at it. It was like, I, like I was especially my, my friend, my roommate in college, Chad, it was just like, I, I was very dedicated. Like one time, one time I, I, um, Kid in his closet right before he woke up in the morning in his like clothing. And, and <laughs> no, so when he's going through his clothes, yeah, he's like half awake and half asleep. I'm like, hey, buddy, he's like, God. <laughs> <laughs> Another time, I, 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 he was, he went out and I went under his desk. And I hid under his desk for two hours. I, I stayed down there for two hours while he was studying. Commitment. And then I just grabbed his leg and started snarling like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> he peed in his pants. It was just, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and it got to the point where, like, if I if he didn't see me when he came in the room, He'd and he thought you. I was around, he, he would just start looking for me. And sometimes he would find me, but there's like this one time I was coming down the hallway, coming back from class, and I hear this, Dave, okay, come out, man. I know you're in here, man. I know you're in here. Nice. And he had his back to the door, so I just stood behind him, and then he turns around, and I'm just right there in his face. Like, <laughs> looking for me? 
didn't even have to say anything that time. Oh, just him discovering anything. you is a scary. Oh part. no, I, I had fun. I had so much fun with that. It was just, it was great. I, 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 I've done that stuff with you know other roommates too. It's like uh, my old here in New York, my my buddy Noah when we were living together. Like he had a fear of zombies. And so, like, one night he was going out with his girlfriend. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going out with mine, so I'll probably see you tomorrow. I was like, okay. I didn't go out with mine. And I, I got into my makeup kit and put all the zombie makeup on me. And I didn't know what time I was going to be home. So I just made a little camp out type scenario for me in the bathtub. And I had, like, pillows. I had food. I had my Kindle in there. So it's all set up, just waiting for him to get home. And he come, Oh yeah, he finally comes home. He's going to the bathroom. Thank God he only went number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he's over there just washing his hand, and I, I pull back the curtain. And I'm just like, <laughs> scared the crap out of me. So, so he fun. did go number two. Yeah, like a, Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was that that kind of stuff. We he and I would go back and forth doing that to each other all the time. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Nice, good old prank wars. Yeah. So was that scarecrow uh, costume? Uh, was that the first time you did something? You know, like get, were exposed to scaring people on a sort of a mass scale at that like that, or was that the- yeah okay. Yeah, that was definitely it. You know, before that, you know, I sometimes just jump out at my mom in the house and stuff like that. You know, it, mm. like, ah, because my, my thing was always, always trying to get her to pee her pants. <laughs> was that something that she would do often? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she and I would do it to each other all the time. It was like an ongoing competition between the two of us. It was just like, yeah. Nice. Like, I check was, afterwards. Was, uh, did you pee your pants? Yeah, huh? gotcha. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Sure. I was like, dude, dude, I gotta go change. <laughs> How old were you yes. when that started? <laughs> oh god, teenager. Okay, yeah, it's definitely my teen years. I, I just thought it was hysterical. The reason I ask is because I could see that being something that you could, you would do with your parents from an early age. Oh uh, yeah, I, it was fun. Yeah, was like, I just thought it was funny. It's like I made my mom pee. <laughs> guessing she had some it's it's either a commentary on her weak bladder or how scary you were <laughs> both it both. Both. both she definitely had a weak bladder because you, you get her laughing too hard and then she'll pee her pants mm-hmm. too so it's like yeah i've heard that, that can be the case after you've had a few kids and a, you mentioned a, a sister so i can see that being yeah. the case too <laughs> i wouldn't know <laughs> I personally don't know either, of course, but uh, I have heard yeah, that. Anyway. I would, I would wonder if he did. Well, hmm? oh, is this the movie Junior? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a baby. <laughs> push, push it out now! Get out now! God, I haven't seen that in ages. They grew the baby inside him. Yeah. Does that mean he pooped it out? I <laughs> C-section. It would have to be a C-section, man. Uh, I, I would. I would hope it would not be natural. <laughs> out. Ooh, oh, oh, man. <laughs> right. Like, it's like you think, I've had a kidney stone before, and I know how painful that was. Yeah, so it's like, um, oh, God, imagine pushing a baby through. Oh, God. That's not happening. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was about to ask if there was a time that you're ever actually terrified of something as a teen. That, that's a good thing to be terrified. Yeah. 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 <laughs> as a teen, what was I scared of? Talking to girls. That's, that's what I was what? afraid of as a teen. 
talking mm-hmm. to girls. It's just like I was too afraid to just. I, I was. I, I was kind of like the buzzard from like a, the old Bugs Bunny cartoons. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so, you know, actually even into your teen years here, other than the, uh, scare, the scarecrow stuff and scaring people at Halloween, it doesn't really sound like there's much in the way of, uh, horror even into your teens. So, you know, what did scare me was tornadoes. That's what scared me because I, I was in a tornado when I was in fourth grade, uh, F4 tornado that went through, uh, Huntsville. Okay. It, yeah, it was like it was 1989 tornado. You look it up; it's huge. It was a big deal. I was at my church when I got hit. It, it destroyed my church and my uh, elementary school. Wow. Yeah, it was bad. It was very bad. And you were at the church yeah. when it happened. Yeah, and we didn't have warning beforehand. Oof. Like, it, like so, no one knew this. It just plopped out of the sky and went through. But we at our church had a little bit of advance warning because. Um, our associate pastor was a Hempsey driver at the time. And so his, his people knew where he was and they radioed him in. It's like, oh, there's a tornado heading towards you guys right now. And so we like ran down to the basement right underneath the, the sanctuary. I was, I was doing handbell lessons. Mm-hmm. And so we got down there like literally right when the tornado hit the church we I had hit the ground in the basement and we had these because they're doing construction on our church at the time. So these construction workers were down there and they had to like press themselves up against the doors to keep the doors closed. Oh, wow. I just remember my mom throwing herself over me to shield me and everything like that. And then we got buried in there because of all the debris right. and we had a gas leak in there. Oh, God. Wow. And so, like our our choir director, who was also uh, my godfather, was trying to keep us all calm. So he um he was he told us to sing, and so mm-hmm. we're singing, and all of a sudden this guy has dug us out of there. He's like bloodied up. He was outside when the tornado hit. Oof. He survived it, but he heard these kids singing, and he dug <laughs> us out of this basement. And we got out of there and we evacuated to another part of the, the building that was a little bit more stable structure wise until we could find out where we could go to, you know, you know because, you know, this is before cell phones and everything like that. Yeah. So we, mm-hmm. we had, we sent some people, some of the other parents out to try to find, you know, local uh, people that were at the church, see if we could go to their house to hopefully find shelter. And when we got out of that basement, there was all these explosions and everything like this. So it was, it was very lucky we got out of that basement when we did. Yeah. It was just like, so after that, I, I kind of had like PTSD for uh, bad weather because like tor- tornadoes happen all the time in Huntsville because we live in a valley down right. there. Mm-hmm. So it's very unpredictable. So it's like, uh, at, you know, two o'clock in the morning, sirens start going off. So you have to run downstairs, seek sh- shelter and stuff like that. So it was like, that was always a, a big fear of mine. Understandably. Understandably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Experience like that. Yeah, not a lot of fun. Not a lot of fun because they're oh. so unpredictable. It's not like you know a hurricane where you know you know days in advance is coming and you can get out of there. A tornado just literally drop out of the sky. Did that change you? Uh, cause you to change your behavior in any way, other than just staying near a shelter? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I always took it seriously. <laughs> Did you say you're in New York now? Yes. Okay, so at least you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> 
Well, we do occasionally get tornadoes up here, which is odd. Really? Like, really? About a, 10 years ago, like the small, small tornado went through Brooklyn. Brooklyn? <laughs> it, yeah, bro- that's, that was my reaction too, because I, I didn't even know it had happened. And all these people, like, yeah, a tornado went through Brooklyn. Then I looked at the footage, I'm like, oh, that's not a tornado. That's <laughs> nothing. That's a little pussy tornado. Right. It's like, yeah, it's just high winds. Yeah, you're like, tornado. I don't see anything. What are you talking about? Like, where? Yeah. yeah. Where that garbage bag is swirling? No, that's not a tornado. Yeah. That ain't nothing yeah. dirt devil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a joke compared to like what we would get back home. So I was like, yeah, this is nothing. All right, so uh, moving into adult years then, um, Mm -hmm. what were some of your um, main exposures to horror in the adult years? Oh, God, everything. (laughs) That's when I did, you know. Top three. I I, I started watching. Top three? Oh, God. I would say probably um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nightmare on Street Part 3 and Halloween. Yes, excellent choices. I also love The Omen and Exorcist as well, though. I can't remember if I've ever seen The Omen all the way through, but I remember seeing bits and parts of that when I was a teen, and that was that was some freaky shit. Oh, yeah. It's so freaky. So Just like the, the birthday party scene. It's just like, oh, God. It's all for you, Damien. Yep. That's yeah. that and like the cemetery scene with the hellhounds. That always just like, God. I don't remember the guy those. Gets remember head chopped the... off by a painting yes. glass, which is totally realistic. That that happens all the time in your life. What was it? Chopped off by yeah. what? Uh, uh, he was driving. Yeah, a pane of glass mm. slipped off a, a truck in front of him and just clearly mm, cut his head clean off. Decapitation. That's like, oh. Jeez. Remind me. That's a good movie. Was it was it Omen the one that had like a it was like a nuclear power plant or some sort of power plant that had seven uh smokestacks? Do you know what I'm talking about? Hmm. That might have been a sequel, maybe. Maybe. There were three yeah. of them. Yeah. That sounds vaguely familiar. Chris can Google it while we're talking. <laughs> yeah. Um so I guess go through these one by one. Uh what was it that scared you about Texas Chainsaw? It was just creepy. That's the thing. It's like, it was just like, especially the the family dinner scene in that. Mm. It's just, oh God, Mm. where you think the grandpa's dead. (laughs) And then he comes alive. Oh my God. Sticks a finger in the the mouth and just, oh God. (laughs) Ah, ah, ah. And it just looked like, you know, just just such a filthy movie too. It's just like, it just looked like, it just looked like it smelled. (laughs) <laughs> and it did yeah but but it just looked just gross it was yeah when you can invoke that feeling and and just have the audience think of the smell in the room just by the design because movie obviously yeah. doesn't have smell You've done your job well yeah during the 70s and 80s and i don't know about into the 90s but definitely in the 70s and 80s there were a lot of abandoned homes uh mm-hmm. in florida i know i'm certain i'm guessing around the rest of the world. Oh, too. definitely in Alabama too. But um I mean out in the country especially. Yeah, when when you've got, you know, broken windows and the water getting in and the mold and the mildew and of course kids going to, you know, explore in places that they're not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. These places mm-hmm. definitely do have smells. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, I can I can only imagine, you know, if you were to take that and then add on to it the stuff that's in some of these movies. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. but having well, had so that experience like, of your own that so you can mentally imagine that yeah 
that that kind of stuff in like the outdoors is like there's something like the out uh, the woods at night is a freaky thing to me too because it's yeah. like because i grew up in the woods and stuff like that so it's like it's so many things could be looking at you mm-hmm. and you don't know it so that something could always just be right behind the next tree and just uh that's that's like when like blair witch project came out that was, i was a camp counselor that summer so that was like <laughs> oh I, 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 I had fun because I made the little stick figures and hung them in trees and made little rock piles <laughs> and out the trail. That's like, awesome. Oh yeah. And we weren't an overnight camp. So it was just a day camp, but still it was just, it was fun. Like, you know, cause the other counselors didn't know I had done that. <laughs> so they're out on the trail. So you got both like, the kids and the counselors. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just snuck out there one day and just like put them up in the trees in this one location. And, all these counselors come like, what the heck? What the heck? Because we actually had a, a legend at our, uh, our our camp about the the hermit that lived in the woods. He had a, the hermit cabin out there. Mm-hmm. And there were, actually, back in the day, there was a, a hermit that lived out there, but he was long There's gone. Hermit, but, really. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we had the legend at the camp, you know, the, the hermit kill kids and stuff like the dragon dragon back to his thing and would prank the kids and like get ketchup on us and like oh god oh my god oh yeah it was fun fun. yeah but that's when i like that was like i'm gonna have more fun with this and actually put this blair witch stuff out there and really freak people up because in that same area of alabama that there's a a lot of like uh, satanic cults and stuff like that too that do their mm-hmm. rituals out in the woods so it's like yeah, that whole, very plausible like, to come yeah. across something yeah <laughs> nice what about elm street oh yeah i was like see i i just found those entertaining i mm-hmm. love those those are just fun movies what did you like about them? yeah they are all the anthropomorphisms and, and mm-hmm. the, the weird um transformations that freddie does yes and they're just so creative yeah. I, I, I think Freddy Krueger is the best horror villain ever created because there's infinite, thing, infinite things you can do with him because he's a creature of the dreams. Mm. So you can do anything right. you want with that character, anything. And then what's even scary about that, too, is like you have to sleep. Mm-hmm. You cannot survive if you do not sleep. You will die if you do not sleep. Yeah. So you can never truly get away from him. Right. Which is a horrible. And then he can do whatever he wants in the dream. That's his, that's, that's his world. And so he, uh, that's, I, that concept's brilliant. Yep. Brilliant. What about Halloween? Halloween. It's just, that's just good. It's <laughs> that, that's, that really set the standard for everything. Every slasher movie really, uh, you know, owes, you know, some kind of debt to Halloween. Yeah. I don't know. Was Halloween pre Texas chainsaw? No, I, I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out first. I think that was the earlier seventies, but but you know, Halloween just that kind of set the standard for slashers. For slashers, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, just you were talking about the uh, the design and theme of Texas Chainsaw earlier too, yeah. and that's I think that also like not slashers, but that did also set a precedent with that whole family at the table dinner scene. Even like so yeah. many other movies now have done that and. Oh yeah, especially some like you know southern redneck type of mm. backwoods hillbilly type of thing, wrong turn type thing. Yep. Yeah. So what about the Omen? I, I think that's back when I was really religious too, mm-hmm. and so I think that's what really freaked me out as well. Think, oh, this could really happen. <laughs> <laughs> 
because I, I my my grandmother my dad's mother was very evangelical and so you know i used to believe in that stuff for a while mm-hmm. and so i was like that i think that's what really freaked me out was that that idea of like satan and the devil and all that kind of stuff it's like oh god yeah <laughs> burning in a lake of fire for all of eternity yeah 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 same thing with the exorcist or different yeah same thing because uh, yeah with exorcist because here's what why that freaked me out too is um growing up i had a chemical imbalance I, I i couldn't control my anger in a lot of ways i would basically i always called it like my um bruce banner incredible hulk syndrome i would i would just totally hulk out when i got mad and i would blank out i would not know what it had done mm-hmm. i'd just go into this rage and I, I later on i took medication for it and it all got under control when I hit puberty, everything like balanced out and everything. So I've, I've been fine ever since then. Thank God. But just like at that early age, my, that evangelical grandmother I had, she told me the reason I was like that was because I had demons inside of me. Mm. So if I had that kind of, you know, if I had that anger inside of me, I had to tell Satan to get out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I would have those moments when I was like a ki- little kid on the playground. I would be just sitting there, Satan, get out of me now. And of course, that would cause people to tease me. It's like I never instigated anything. It was always because someone teased me mm. or was picking on one of my friends. It was like it was I was always reactionary. Mm. Someone would have to push me over the edge. And so but I believe for a while that I had like demons inside of me. And so it was like that's what was freaky about, you know, exorcists, that, that whole demonic possession type thing. Mm hmm. Did your family ever consider performing an exorcism on you? <laughs> Funny story about that same grandmother. I was about five years old, and there was this restaurant in the local mall called Piccadilly Cafeteria that we would go to a lot because it's yeah, my grandparents. Piccadilly. We had this yeah. down here in Florida too. Yeah, horrible food. <laughs> yeah, it was alright. <laughs> oh, but it's like that was my grandparents' favorite place to go. That is where grandparents eat. Yep. That and, and uh, Cracker Barrel and Bob Evans. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. But um, my grandmother was slowest eater in the world. <laughs> oh, my God. And, you know, we had a toy store in the mall, of course, too. And I like that. Was, that was always our tradition. I can like already after see lunch. where this is going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I had finished my food. And I was bored, and I just started, Mom, can we go to a toy store? I want to go to a toy store. Can I like my sister, can I take me to a toy store? Can I, I want to go to a toy store? And I just kept on, and just like, no, Dave, we can't go yet. we got to wait for Grandma. And I just start throwing your typical five-year-old temper tantrum at the table. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother, you have to look you know, the mental picture of this one. She was four foot eight, tiny little thing. And she just stands up. And slaps her hand to my head in the middle of this restaurant and just starts trying to exercise me right there. Lord Jesus Almighty, I can't even be Cast these demons out of my grandson's head. Oh, Ouch, Satan, get out of him. Out. Oh, in the middle of Piccadilly. In the That's middle of good. the lunch rush at Piccadilly. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Of course, every head in there is like, whoa, right at us. <laughs> and I noticed this. And instead of just being embarrassed by it, I'm like, okay, fuck you, bitch. I'm going to have fun with this. <laughs> and I just started going, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And my mom was furious. <laughs> both at, at both of us. She was like, hey, Howard Thornton. And I'm like, oh crap. There's a middle name. I'm in trouble. There's a full name. You're in trouble now. Oh God, I'm in but- trouble. 
you totally have an out. You could have just kept going with it. Be like, no, I, I was possessed. Yeah. There were demons inside me. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was too young to really think that far ahead. Yeah, true. It's like, yeah. So, it's like, oh, boy. But, you know, ooh, there was a while there. My mom would, she's like, like, we couldn't even see my grandparents for a while because she was so pissed off about that. It's like, how dare you? He's five years old. He's a typical five-year-old. He's just he just <laughs> wanted to go to the toy store. He did not have demons in him. <laughs> yeah, she tried to exercise me in the middle of a restaurant. I was like, yeah, with all of her exorcism that training. My grandma. Oh boy, it's like I, I understand. Like she and my grandfather were not into this evangelical phase until right before I was born. So I understand they were totally different people before that. You know, this chemical imbalance and you know blanking out and stuff and acting up. Um, I could see how that could kind of be like a common thread going from your childhood through teenage years and enjoying scaring people. Um, you know, you can't really ask where that comes from because if it's a chemical imbalance, I mean, that it's just purely biological. Um, Mm -hmm. hmm. (laughs) makes sense though. Other than the fact of scaring people, uh, do you see any common threads with the, the stuff that you liked? I I guess um, I, I think the things I really liked too were like villains that had a humorous side to them. I think that's why I like Freddy so much and like Chucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I like that that blend of horror and comedy. Okay, because I think it takes you on a better roller coaster ride. Because like yeah. the comedy can put you at ease, so you can they can get you again with a good scare. Well, it also is kind of reminiscent of you. I mean, you're enjoying scaring people, so. Mm-hmm. there's the pleasure and you know, the humor is pleasurable in its own way. Yeah. Uh, also, you know, you know, laughter is a uh, defense mechanism in a lot of ways too. Sure. It's just like, that's how it's to show people that are like, Oh, okay. Everything's cool. Everything's cool. Okay. <laughs> it's a diffuser. Yeah. yeah it's a way. diffuser. Yeah. Even if it's not though, cause like you said, it's a defense mechanism. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Give me both. Yeah. Um, do, do, do. so did you pick up any, uh, additional friends along the way in terms of, uh, having a group of people that you enjoyed horror with? Not really. No, not really. Okay. Sadly enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dying breed. Yeah. There's the internet. There's plenty of people out there. Exactly. That happened more like when I started doing, you no. Know, conventions and everything like that that's when i started meeting all the oh my god okay now my, my current roommate though he's a huge horror fan too so he's always he's always telling me stuff to watch and stuff like that so yeah speaking of which we've actually met you you may not have recognized me though because i was dressed up as the cat from cat sick blues <laughs> <laughs> yes also it was a photo op and i'm sure you saw like yeah. you know, 900 people that day so did you remember me out of all that no <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh my god. Which convention was that? That was Spooky Empire, uh ah. the second to last one. Not the Tampa one, but the last yeah. one in Orlando. Orlando, yeah. That was a fun one too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That was actually a very small uh photo op that I had at that one too. That was the sad thing. But so yeah, of course I remember you from that one because you're one of my few people. <laughs> <laughs> well, not okay. only that, so- but I was gonna say the number of people of that small group who would have been dressed up as Ted from cats and blues is probably smaller. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a rare costume. Not all people will get it, but when the people do get it, see it, they're like, ah, that guy, you (laughs) and a cat cock. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so I think I, I had like my photo up early, early in the morning. So it's like, uh, I was like, ah, dang it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not as many people. Plus, I, I think they forgot to like publicize all the photo ops so people didn't know. Because hmm. I got all these messages from people like, oh, you already did yours? Ah. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Can you do yeah, it again? It? No, it takes like three hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put all that on. Oh yeah, if you had already gotten rid of the makeup and the costume, yeah, no, not yeah. an option at that point. No. Yeah. Um, anything that's terrified you as an adult in real life? Showgirls? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> terrified. Like the people this or the movie administration? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, reality. That's what scared me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn on the news anytime today, yeah. and that's uh, that's the real terrifying stuff right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that, yeah. that's that's a common theme. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Any scary dreams isn't built? Ah, not really. Not it's like. It, uh, more of those are more like when someone dies or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, so that's that's what's so weird about getting old. It's like, yeah, it's like the stuff that scares you when you're getting old is getting old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, Again, that's reality. A, that's a common theme we hear about. Is yeah. uh, things in in real life, vocational problems, money. Yeah, yeah. The things that scare you when you're old are probably boring to kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's like it's not the boogeyman. Well, they can't, so, they I, can't I relate. Mean, yeah. Still, ghosts still creep me out, but like not like it's only when I'm not expecting something. But it's like it's like, but yeah, I still have those moments where I get a little creeped out and stuff like that. Do you uh, have you continued participating in Halloween as an adult? I, yeah, I've done some, you know, especially now with you know Terrifier. You know, I, I kind of feel like it, I'm obligated to <laughs> <laughs> because, but it's more like going to parties and stuff like that. I was just going to say events. Yeah. 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 It's like, I don't know if we've encountered this before, but you mentioned the whole uh, starting to scare people thing. And typically mm-hmm. it's one of two things. When you're a kid, you go trick or treating. And then at a certain point you, uh, you do the cutover of going to Halloween parties, but mm-hmm. yeah, in between is kind of uh haunt or just scaring people, which yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was actually supposed to do a uh, spooky empire that Halloween uh, back in 2019, oh, yeah? but uh, we had to cancel because we started filming te- Terrifier at the time. Yeah, I think they ended up yeah. canceling it anyway, didn't they? No, no, that was before COVID. So they they ended up doing. I was, I was like, oh, I want to be oh, there so yeah, badly. Yeah, 2019. Sorry. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Oh yeah, uh, I, I can't wait to go back to spooky again though. Once everything gets back to normal. Too. Mm-hmm soon hopefully <laughs> yeah maybe th- maybe this year you know vaccines yeah. they're coming yeah pd if you're listening <laughs> i want to come back <laughs> chris will uh, make some phone calls for you yeah there you go i'll make it happen <laughs> yeah P- pd he's a good guy he, he runs a good con too so yeah he does yeah they, they did a, um a clown walk which was really cool oh yeah i, I missed that there. Yeah, and that was, was a lot of fun. They had me lead the parade, so it was a parade <laughs> around. So it was so Perfect. funny because you see, all we're walking down the, the road there in Orlando, and people are running away from us. <laughs> we're afraid of clowns. As they should. You're scary clowns. Oh yeah, it was great. It was. No, I wasn't even dressed as art. I was myself. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> well, that, that could even say better. something. Yeah. Yeah. But I had this army of clowns behind me, so I was like, "This is great." I love this. Were there any? Uh, were there any arts? in the the group like you yeah, were dressed up as art but there i think there was like one or two yeah nice 
So that was of course, a, a bunch of Pennywises, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd actually be surprised. I don't think there was a. I don't even think there was a Pennywise. I was just other people just dressed as different scary clowns. Mm. Huh. Which is cool. Yeah. I, was like, yeah. I love it. Because I, I love to see that kind of creativity, too. Possible tangent, but what is it that you like about um, cosplay? I just I, I, I just have appreciation for that art form. I, I, I love to see what people come up with. Because I'm I'm a big huge geek myself, so I love seeing all the different you know references to movies and comic books and video games. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, there's some really talented and creative people out there. I, I remember like I I did WinterCon here in New York a few years ago, and there was this person that dressed up like the Monkey King, and it was oh, wow. some, it looked real. It was like full fur costume. It looked like a real monkey. It was it was so good. Nice. So good. It could have been used in the movie. It was like, this is fantastic. Of course, he won the costume contest. I was like, yeah, you better. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen Chris's pictures on Facebook, but he's got, uh, uh, what's the thing from Warhammer? Typhus? Typhus? Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. I did a cosplay of Typhus, the uh, Death Guard captain. And man, nice. you were talking about the uh, the turtle costume earlier and falling mm-hmm. on your back. And that's why I was laughing so much, because I, I can relate with cumbersome and uncomfortable costumes. If I oh, were to have fallen on my yeah. back in that thing, would not be able to get up. Oh my God. <laughs> did you ever see the, the person that did the, the New York Comic Con a few like two or three years ago where he did the Hulk Buster costume? Yes. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. That was amazing. Was like nine feet tall. Yeah. There was like a video of him getting into it. It's like it's like a huge process of him just getting into that costume. Like, my God, that have sucked when you had to go take a pee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, that too. Like every time I would wear the typhus costume to a bottle in there somewhere. It's like a. Oh yeah, going to the bathrooms at conventions is always the funniest thing. (laughs) People just in there, just trying to get in out of their costumes. It's like, oh God. (laughs) Well, that was one of my favorite things. No one thinks anything of it, too. It's just like, oh, okay, it's another guy dressed yeah. as a Joker. Yeah, this guy, that guy. Yeah. I'm just yeah. imagining him having to go to the bathroom. He'd have to like get out of it and have somebody stand out there with the costume to make make sure somebody didn't steal oh, it. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Always have your handlers. Yes. Well, I think it's even worse for the females, though. Mm-hmm. Like they the they they can't just unzip. They have to like fully just disrobe, basically. Yeah. And you know, like when they have different pieces on and stuff like that, I, like one of my friends when it's Wonder Woman one year and she's like, she gets out of the bathroom the first time. She's like, this is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think this through. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then it gets to the point where if you go to conventions often enough, then you start, you keep doing it and you start actually planning your costume yeah. with, yeah. okay, how am I going to go to the bathroom in yeah. this thing where, where the pocket's going yes. to be? Yeah, exactly. I made the joke about there being a, a bottle inside the uh, Hulkbuster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, not a bad idea at all. But it's like, yeah, it's, that's what I love about it. It's like it, it, going to the costumes. I'm always happy to see the cosplayers. On the, it just makes me so happy. Especially, when I, I've seen some really creative art the clown costumes too. Like some gender bent versions. I've seen kids dress up as art. Aww. So it's like, oh, that's so cool. I was like, have you seen this movie? Yeah. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> wow, and your parents okay. still have custody of you. Like like all of it? Yeah. Like I had a four-year-old one time at a convention, uh, Days of the Dead in Chicago, and she she was obsessed with me. She was like, she would kept coming by my table, and her parents were like, yeah, she's seen the movie about four or five times. I'm like, <laughs> she was like the Cindy Lou Who type of like just adorable. <laughs> no. And I'm like... 
wow. <laughs> this child is like a huge horror freak, and she's just like so freaking adorable. It's like, this is amazing. Cool, cool. So got a couple uh, wrap-up questions here. These are going to cover okay. your entire life, not just sections of it. Um, okay. I'm going to ask two questions uh, so I can explain them because the answer could be the same for both questions or different, um, depending. Um, so, How many times have you farted in public and blamed it on someone else? Oh, I always take the, I always take that. I always own up to it. I'm like, yeah, that was me. That's okay. a good one. I'm like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> that actually wasn't one of the questions. I'm just being a jackass. version of that though, is this is why I don't do yoga. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, from what I understand, this, that's a common thing oh. in yoga classes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think also, it's to be expected. And it's just a, also massage yeah. therapy. Yeah. yeah. I had a roommate who was a yeah. massage therapist and that. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure that's great because people get comfortable. And- <laughs> yep. When I first moved here to New York and there's this girl I had a crush on, she was teaching yoga and she's like, hey, so we're doing a, in my studio, we're doing free classes for the weekend. So why don't you come in? And my roommate was big into yoga. So she's like, well, we'll go and I'll, I'll be your wingman. So I'll talk you up for this girl and stuff like that and make you look good. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm in this class and I'm the only guy in the class. Of course. And I'm surrounded by all these beautiful women. I'm like, oh. God, no. And I'm just over there and I just, we're doing like downward dog or whatever. And I just, you know, it was like a squeaker. Of course. And I was like, oh. And, and my roommate just starts cackling next to me. And I'm like, that made me. You're not making start, it better. And it made it worse because I got the giggles. And for about five minutes, I was like, because <laughs> I was both embarrassed, but I just thought the moment was just so freaking hilarious too. Because <laughs> I think farts are hilarious, yeah. and like are. the situation was even funnier. And but I'm like, it's at the same time. I was like, yeah, I dis in front of this girl I have this crush on, and then all the other women in here too. I'm like, oh god, my roommate's dying, <laughs> dying. And, and she's like, Dave, this happens to everybody. Yeah. This is so common. It's like, yeah, but not for the person you have a crush on. Right. Right. <laughs> you don't know. That's like, you know, you know like later on in the relationship, you do that. You don't just sit right in front of them <laughs> and then get the giggles like I did because I sound like a, like a five year old. <laughs> but then by the end of that oh, class, how many other people had? Oh, I, I don't know because I was still mortified. <laughs> I am never doing yoga again. I can't show you. <laughs> Don't blame you. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, the two questions I really meant to ask you were. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what movie have you watched more times than any other? And what movie is your favorite? Doesn't have to be horror either. Right. Just uh, yeah. any movie. No, it's the same answer. Okay. It's the same answer. Yeah. It's right. Framed Roger Rabbit. Really? Okay. That's my favorite movie of all time. I can watch that over and over again. It's the perfect movie to me. Okay. It's got everything I love in a movie. It's got humor. It's mm-hmm. got cartoons. It's got, it's got a love story. It's got a hot female lead, <laughs> even yeah. though she's a tune. But, uh, you know, it's got mystery. It's, it's film noir. It's got action. It's got everything. It's got good musical numbers in it. It's, it's got violence. Film. Yeah, it's got, <laughs> it's got cartoon violence. It's got, hor- it's got horror in it. Yeah. It's just, it's oh yeah, everything. the dip. Yeah, I saw. And speaking of cosplay again, yeah, I saw a guy uh, cosplaying as oh God. What was uh, Judge Doom? Yeah, Judge Doom, and he had the vat. He had the dip yeah. vat, and and he was dipping the shoe in it. It's just yeah, 
Yeah, I think that was at, at Spooky Empire because Christopher Lloyd was there. Yeah? Nice. Oh, yeah. Even better. Yeah, he had that, and he also had a, a, the Roger Rabbit doll that he would... Uh-huh. I was like, I was so... I, I, I was giddy when I saw that cosplay. I was like, that is amazing. I freaking love this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I actually got to meet Christopher Lloyd there at that, that convention, too. That was a great moment. It was like I was getting my makeup done for the photo op and my manager, you know, Damien's doing my makeup and we're in the green room. And da- uh, my, my manager comes in. He's like, David, I got someone here that wants to meet you guys. And I, I just hear this. Oh, wow. And, Unmistakable voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like my eyes boom, open, and, like, Damon swivels around. He makes a sound that I've never heard come out of him. He just makes this, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> orgasm going to the spot there. Because that's, like, it's Christopher Lloyd. It's just, right. like, this is the man that is my childhood. Right. Oh, so many of my favorite movies growing up, you know, Adam's Family, uh, New Friend Roger Rabbit, Back to the Future, you know, Reverend Jim from Taxi. Yep. You know, Switchblade mm-hmm. Sam is just like it's Christopher freaking Lloyd, and just seeing this big, huge, genuine smile, this, all this joy that was on his face was just the most amazing moment for me. Because like he, that man has brought so much joy to my my life to be able to just bring a smile to his face. Just that was awesome, right? And he was just so sweet, so kind. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh my god! It was just, I, I, I had hoped to meet him, but I figured it would just be in passing, like, oh, nice to meet you, type of. Right. I was like, yeah, we sat down and chatted for a while. Is just like, this is amazing. <laughs> What'd you guys talk about? I, I, it's just life, you know. I, I had commented to him because um, we had a mutual friend and my my mentor, Stefan Carl, who when I toured with How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the musical, he was our Grinch. I was his understudy. So he's the one that I really took me under his wing and taught me a lot about physical comedy. Hmm. But he had um, he had been playing Grinch. And before we did the, the national tour, they did to uh, sit down in L.A. And he had played the Grinch before in a sit down in um, Boston, I think. But the next year, they wanted to have a big name celebrity play the Grinch. And so they had... Christopher Lloyd originally played the Grinch and Stefan was his understudy in that. So they, they kind of buddied up a lot during that and took him out to lunch on his birthday and everything like that. And, nice. and eventually Chris, Chris couldn't handle the role because it's so physically demanding. Right. Mm. So Stefan, he, he bowed out and Stefan took over. So we, it was, um, I think this is yeah a few months after Stefan had passed away. So we were, we were talking about Stefan, our experiences with Stefan and everything like that. So it was, it was a very nice moment there. I was like, this is wow. (laughs) Do you going back to the horror stuff for a minute? um, Do you see any common threads about what you like in horror, cannibalism, occult, metaphysical body horror? Oh God. I I, I think I like dark humor. Mm. I had a feeling it was going to be humor related. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I've always been a comedy guy. I love comedy, and I, I like—I I have a dark sense of humor myself. So I love dark humor. Any idea it's, why it is that you like dark humor? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's just—I've gone through a lot of you know tragedy in my life, and humor is the thing that's got me through it all. And so when you can find the humor in really bad things, that that can do a lot for you. So I think that's where I had that appreciation for dark humor. Yeah, it's almost like a coping mechanism. Yeah. I'm curious between parents, one or the other or both, uh, 
was that something that you got from one of your parents? Oh yeah, definitely from my mom. Like, uh, she, uh, we were very close. Uh, she unfortunately passed away when I was in college from cancer, which kind of set me on my life path now. Sorry about that. Yeah. It, hey, like I said, it set me on my path because I was originally um, studying to be an elementary school teacher. And then when she passed away, that changed my whole trajectory because I was very unhappy at the time for about a year or so there. Went down mm-hmm. a very dark path. And I was in my classroom one day and I was doing story time with my kids. And I was doing all the different voices for the story characters. And I discovered I was getting more fulfillment out of entertaining my students and making them laugh. Mm-hmm. than actually teaching. And I was like, this is what I really need to do with my life. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what set me on my path. So, you know, I, I attribute a lot of that to my mom. That was something she won like our last conversation together. She, she expressed to me that, um, that she didn't flat out tell me not to teach, but mm-hmm. she flat, she told me like life is too short not to do what makes you happy. Right. Like, do what you want to do, not what you think you have to do. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, that, that originally, you know, didn't really register me for me at first, but like about during that time frame, that's when it finally hit home. I'm like, I see what she was talking about now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like my mom was a very funny person. She was great. Uh, prankster. I come from like that whole side of the family is a bunch of pranksters. My yeah. You dad, kind of mentioned about that earlier, yeah. um, but I'm curious specifically about the dark sense of humor. Did she also have a dark sense of humor? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, she, she it came across, you know, just from her and her mom. And like, there was a, a story of my grandmother when she was in college where she um, killed a rat in the bathtub and she hung it by its tail in the front chandelier of the, the girl's dormitory. So anytime anybody walked in, she would get in the face with a rat. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, yeah. My, my grandmother was hysterical. She also, like her college, there was a, a, a legend this, this, at Huntington College in Alabama, this, the legend of the ghost lady in red, this girl that committed suicide in her dorm and would walk down the hall every now and then a year for uh, the anniversary of her suicide. And so my grandmother that year, she lived in that dorm on that hallway and she dressed up like her and put all these like flashlights or whatever inside of her to make her glow and she walked through the halls and went out the window and went across the roof and like went back into her room and changed clothes and came out what's going on <laughs> so women thought they had seen the ghost and it was my grandmother so she did that kind of stuff and it's like okay. it was funny too when she died it was about six months later we get this phone call from the cemetery and like we have to make a big huge apology we buried your mom in the wrong plot and my mom starts laughing her head off and they're like well this is not the the reaction we expect it's like oh no no you don't understand this is this is something my my mother would have loved this was this is her, her final joke on all of us yeah no no have this to is perfect her back up and we bury her yeah yeah so that's that's where it all comes from is that side of the family my, my dad's side of the family is a bunch of engineers so they're very straight laced very dry very quiet reserved people so <laughs> yeah it definitely sounds like humor came from your mom's side of the family oh yeah 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 i mean my dad has his moments where he, he cracks a joke here or there and i'm like oh wow dad you cracked a joke <laughs> you got one job got one. i'm impressed that's your joke for the decade <laughs> right well, you know, the next question would have been why any idea why it is that you like those things, but I think it's obvious, you know, at having a close relationship with your mother and yeah. grandmother for that matter. Yeah. Um, 
that doesn't really need much explanation. Yeah, this is not the grandmother that exercised me. This is my mom's mom. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I, yeah, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, so last question then is sort of like why horror? Because, you know, there's comedy. There's, you know, you could have just gone straight into comedy. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to have the juxtaposition of comedy and horror. Do you yeah. any any idea why uh, you like that the crossroads over straight comedy? I I think it's because with horror, you know, when you have that blend of comedy and horror, you know, the, the comedy, as we said earlier, is like a coping mechanism, but so is horror. It's the the experience of when you're watching these movies that uh, that feeling that you survived something, mm-hmm. that you went through an ordeal and you came out and you're okay. Okay. I think that's part of it. It's like, yeah. It's like it's it's that whole story of a survivor mm-hmm. overcoming horrible things, and everything's okay in the end until the killer comes back. <laughs> of course, because you got to have the sequel. Oh yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, I think if we were to summarize the conversation tonight, and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, or suggest a better wording if you can think of one, but <clears throat> um, I would say the you know the summary there would be the two things that you kind of mentioned, the coping mechanism, but uh, also the, the close relationship with your mother, you know, mm-hmm. if we were to say that, you know, what makes you happy about horror? Um, sounds like those are the two biggest things. Yeah. I, I've always wondered, you know, like if she would actually have watched terrifier because she was my biggest fan. Mm-hmm. She was every, every show I did, except the the last show I did in college, the the weekend that she passed away because she, mm-hmm. she was supposed to come up and she got too sick. And it's the only show that she did not see me in when she was still alive. And she, she felt so bad about it, but you know, she, she always saw everything I did. And so I always wondered, like, would she have actually sat through terrifier or not? Or was she like, I love you, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> she, I was, she would probably gotten through the pizzeria scenes like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> it's very good stop now yeah um yeah i mean if you were sitting there with her maybe yeah oh, i forgot does it start off with the, the lady with the mutilated face or do they start off yeah, with the pizzeria? <laughs> yeah i don't think Somebody she would have made the no, pizzeria I says, why are you doing this to me no <laughs> i hate you i hate you i hate you i hate you tell me so doing the whole thing hiding her face tell me when i can look tell me then i'll be like you can look now mom and it'll be something she can't look she's like oh, gotcha <laughs> yep yep oh yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for your time tonight. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. These were fun questions. Fun. I like yeah. these. Yeah, it's yeah that was. Time. Yeah, you know, and part of the reason Chris and I decided we wanted to do this is, you know, the direction we're taking with this uh, is we thought sort of unique, you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the people in the horror business, I'm sure, are used to talking about whatever it is that they're working on rather yeah. than what makes them who they are. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. We appreciate it too. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and thank you to anybody out there listening. Please do come visit us at, Oh, you know what? Before we uh, do the closing, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't remember what you pitched at the start of the call, but you want to wrap up with that? Oh yeah. Terrifier two is coming out sometime this year. You're going to love it. And then I'm making my movie, uh, my second horror film, I guess you can say, outside of Terrifier, Stream. So that's coming. Oh, and also I forgot, there was another horror movie I did during uh, the pandemic 
called The Dark Offerings. I, I just play a small, very small little role at the very beginning of the film, but it was filmed exclusively over Zoom during COVID. Uh-huh, okay. So that should be coming out later on this year as well. We'll get together with you offline and put together a bio page and we can link to whatever you want. Sounds good. Okay. So, okay. Now, <laughs> uh, thank you to anybody out there listening. Uh, please do come visit us at horrormakesushappy.com. Uh, we'll have a schedule there posted to show who we're interviewing and uh, who we ha- have already interviewed. If you know of anybody that's on the list that you can help us get in touch with, please let us know. Or if there's somebody that you'd like to have added to the list, let us know that too. Um, can become a Patreon supporter, link to social media, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, in general, just come let us know how we're doing. Horrormakesushappy.com. 